Hello everyone, this is David from the Magic in the Moon podcast. I just wanted to stop in and say really quickly that this week's episode is sponsored by I Got Paws on It. They are a really cool um, Texas-based brand of organic, all-natural dog treats. So each batch is made by hand with all-natural ingredients that are pet-safe and human-safe. So you can actually share your treat with your fur babies, just like uh, Scooby Snacks, like Scooby and Shaggy. So they're super cool. They're all natural, made by hand, and they're safe for everyone. And if you'd like, you can follow them on Instagram, which I think is an excellent idea. They have a really cute logo. They have all kinds of um, content they're posting really consistently. And you can follow them on Instagram at I Got Paws On It, and that's I-G-O-T-P-A-W-S. O-N-I-T, no spaces, on Instagram. So that's all. Hope you guys check them out, and I will see you when the episode starts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and I am back after a short break, so I appreciate everyone's patience with me as I took some time to kind of focus on my studies. My uh, semester of the school year is coming to an end in about two weeks or so, so I really had to kind of buckle down and focus on studying and uh, kind of give more attention to school than I've needed to uh, before. So um, did take a little bit of a break from things, but I'm happy to be back and have an exciting uh, milestone to announce. Magic in the Moon has just crossed the threshold of 7,000 monthly listeners. So thank you to each and every single listener who has been a part of this and who has helped make this what it is today. I certainly could not do it without you. I do it for you guys. Um, I never thought that the podcast I started in my bedroom about two years ago would ever reach as many people. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and um, for supporting me and listening to what I have to say. So um, because we have a lot of new listeners with us that perhaps uh, have not been here for very long or maybe have not been around since the very beginning, I'm going to take the opportunity for this week to kind of reintroduce myself and kind of talk about who I am and what I do and what Magic in the Moon um, is and what it's for. So for those who don't know, my name is David. Um, I am 24. I'm a graduate student. Um, I have a Bachelor of Arts in Comparative Religious Studies. I'm currently working towards my Master's in Religious Anthropology. Um, I am a pagan and a witch and a polytheist. Uh, particularly, I am an initiate of a traditional form of Wicca. So Magic in the Moon is a space where I post episodes weekly. Not always, as was the case this time. But uh, the goal is that I post weekly. And I love to educate um, on traditional Wicca in particular, but also other forms of witchcraft, as well as just polytheism and paganism in general. And I do sometimes uh, kind of draw from my educational background and talk about kind of religion um, in general. So um, that's me. That's what I do. Um, aside from being a initiate of my particular tradition, I am a devotee of some other deities and spirits as well. Um, not really going to get super into that in an in-depth way right now, just because I've made kind of particular episodes about those a lot. But a uh, short version... I um, am a devotee of Santa Muerte, as well as Isis, and Demeter, and Freya, and Odin, and Guanyin, and Aphrodite, and Saraswati, and Ganesha. Um, I am a medium. Uh, I speak with spirits, just for myself and in my personal life, but also uh, professionally as a service. I am a tarot reader as well, um, and I also uh, kind of have a folk catholic magic practice as well is the only way that i know to really 
describe that. So there's devotion to Mary and the intercession of saints present in my spell work from that side of things. And um, yeah, I started Magic in the Moon in like August, I think, 2020, mostly just for myself because I didn't really know anybody at the time in real life that I can kind of share my experiences with um, as far as like paganism and witchcraft. So um, I kind of just wanted a space to put these thoughts that I didn't think really belonged anywhere else. So um, I've been very fortunate to kind of encounter a really welcoming online pagan community. And also I've been very fortunate to find uh, like a physical in-person one uh, as well. And those have both been very rewarding to my life in different ways. So um, I want to address some common questions I get asked. And this is either just kind of like, I think, beginner questions in general or uh, things that I've talked about previously, but maybe newer people haven't seen or heard those episodes. So um, I'm not going to dive in super in-depth at these topics because they have been talked about at length on their own right in their own episodes, but I will briefly touch on a few of the more common things. And then in the episode description, I will be linking um, links to the episodes that are relevant and then uh, maybe some outside sources as well, if uh, I feel the need to. So um, a question I get asked a lot is kind of just having to do with what witchcraft is or perhaps what witchcraft is not right um i think it's easy in kind of our echo chamber spaces on the pagan internet to assume that people know a lot of things about just what paganism even is what witchcraft even is and uh that's not the case that really is not the case as far as we've come you know as far as equality and visibility and the kind of the wider world a lot of the paganism and witchcraft uh communities are still very much unknown to the general public and I think it can be easy to kind of take that for granted sometimes. Um, and the reality is a lot of new people, a lot of seekers, a lot of young people still maybe don't know that much about us because we are still very um, obscure to the outside world. So let's talk about what some misconceptions about witchcraft are, right? Um, witches are real. <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, they're people that practice magic. Um, usually magic is spelled with a K, not always, but many people like to spell it with a K to differentiate it from like stage magic, like magicians and hat tricks and stuff. Um, the practice of magic is about raising energy and directing that energy to fulfill your intention to bring you what you want. And it's very trendy right now. You know, there's Netflix reboots of Charmed and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. There's incense bundles being sold at Walmart, all kinds of stuff on Etsy. There's witch talk, um, all of that. But witches are real. That's the first thing. Um, and it's it might sound silly that that question is still being asked, but it is. And I understand why, because, you know, we have people, especially that maybe are from other uh, larger religious communities that say that either witches are evil or they're just straight up do not exist. Well, we do exist, witches are real. Um, another misconception is that you cannot become a witch unless you are trained by another witch. And I think it's definitely true that some wisdom from a more experienced person can be very helpful being formally trained by another witch is not a requirement to practice witchcraft. Um, it can definitely help to do your homework and use your research and be safe. But um, you can definitely do that alone. You can do that with friends. You can do that with a teacher, etc. I do think it's important to say that uh, I'm just referring to the practice of witchcraft in general, that that does not require formal training. But it is true that formal training is a requirement in some 
branches of like religious witchcraft. So uh, Wicca, for example, traditional Wicca does require that you are formally taught and then initiated by um, a high priestess and high priest to be a part of that tradition. Not to be a witch, but to be a Wiccan in that context. Um, another really common misconception about witchcraft is that you need like a lot of things, a lot of tools, a lot of objects. Um, I think one of the most positive outcomes of like a recent awareness of witchcraft is like it's more accessible and it's more known about to a degree. But an unfortunate downside is also that you feel like you kind of have to have all these crystals and incense and hero cards and blah, blah, blah. Um, and those things can be great and they're definitely awesome. A lot of people choose to make that a part of their magic, but you don't have to, right? Um, another thing, not all witches are women. People of any gender and all genders can be witches. Uh, the word witch comes from the old English word uh, witcha, W-I-C-C-E. And that was a gender neutral term that just meant wise person. So uh, the word witch does not refer only to women and people of all genders can be witches. You do not have to have witch ancestors to be a witch. Um, and some forms of traditional Wicca and witchcraft, there is a concept of lineage, but that's not like a literal like bloodline, hereditary DNA lineage. That's a spiritual lineage passed through initiation. Um, and you don't have to have witch ancestors to be a witch. Some people say that curses are not real. They are. Baneful magic is real. Hexes, curses, and jinxes are all real things. Uh, also another misconception, those words do not mean all the same thing. There's not really an agreed upon singular definition for each of those things, but just know that hexes, curses, and jinxes um, just refer to different forms of baneful magic intended to cause some misfortune to varying degrees. And opinions differ on this, but usually a jinx is the most benign, a curse is the worst, and a hex is in the middle somewhere, but that's real. Um, another thing that I see a lot from beginners or from curious people is... Uh, well, do you use black magic or white magic or light, dark magic, good, bad magic? Um, this one is not true because while, yes, you can use magic for harming and healing, there is nothing inherent about magic that is good or bad. Uh, good and bad, good and evil, those are concepts made by humans. The natural world does not give a fuck <laughs> about what we think uh, is good or bad on a human level. The world just exists. It does not fall in line with our uh, kind of concepts of morality. So the effect that magic has, though, is determined by what you want. So obviously you can do that for harm or for good. But some descriptions also of black or white, quote, magic uh, can also be kind of racist because calling indigenous traditions like voodoo black or evil implies that traditional folk magic of people of color is like dangerous or bad. So it's racist, and it's also just an inaccurate understanding of what magic is and how magic works. Um, and then, of course, people assume that witches worship the devil. Um, there's a concept of the devil, quote, uh, and some forms of, like, folk magic and stuff, but that is more so a figure of, like, traditional witchcraft referring to, like, the Lord of the, the, Lord of the Crossroads, like, that kind of um, thing, like this intermediate, not intermediate, what's the word, uh, like, liminal, intermediary there we go uh intermediary spaces of like deities and spirits that maybe have been ironically called the devil or they were labeled the devil by like the church things like that but um the devil as he is believed to exist within christianity is not something that is part of witchcraft um at least not in that way right 
So aside from the various, you know, misconceptions about witchcraft that are out there that exist, um, and you can listen about that more in episode two called Misconceptions About Witchcraft. Another thing is kind of uh, the confusion or the conflation rather of witchcraft and Wicca as being the same thing. And they're not the same thing. Witchcraft basically is just a really broad term that refers to essentially any use of magic. There's some debate among anthropologists on whether it's appropriate to call the magical practices of non-Western societies witchcraft, just because witchcraft is very much a European term. And some people believe that outside of that European historical context, calling um, the traditions of certain groups witchcraft is not really appropriate, nor does it really um, make sense historically. But generally speaking, barring that, witchcraft is uh, essentially the practice of using magic to get what you want. Um, while Wicca is a witchcraft-based religion, but Wicca is very much a specific religion. Witchcraft is magic. Anyone can do witchcraft. Anyone can be a witch. Wicca is a specific religious practice, um, traditionally speaking, and in what, what I would call Wicca. It is coven-based. It is an initiatory mystery religion, and you cannot just kind of declare yourself to be a Wiccan. You need to be formally trained and taught and you need to be initiated into a coven by a high priestess and high priest. Common question that I get also is uh, kind of what are the elements? How do you use them in your magic? What are they for? Um, so not going to deep dive into this, but really quickly, when most people talk about the elements, it is referring to the four classical elements. So air, fire, water, earth, air, um, usually is associated with like the mind and the intellect and the thoughts and also uh, communication, travel, transportation, um, finances to an extent. And tarot is usually associated with either swords or wands. And there's a historical reason for that I'm not going to get into, but most of the time today, it's usually swords. And it's often associated with the color yellow and the direction of east. Fire has to do with kind of the power of will um force energy exertion so if air is like the intellect and the thinking and the planning fire is like the doing and the action of something um it's also kind of anger and lust and sex and conflict um in tarot it's wands or swords and again there's like a reason for that historically but most often today it's wands um it's usually represented by the color red and in some traditions is associated with the south Water has to do with the emotions and kind of interpersonal relationships, love, romance, the inner emotional world. Um, it is often associated with blue in the direction of west, and in tarot, it's usually represented by the suit of cups. Um, earth is, um, of course, the actual tangible earth, like planet earth, dirt, rock, soil, mountains, plants, things, but also um, earth is all of the things that are kind of like material, physical, tangible, tactile, right? So also like your physical body, your physical health, um, wealth, the things that you own, your property, resources, where you live, etc. Um, and in tarot, it's represented by the suit of pentacles, also called the suit of coins. And oftentimes it corresponds with the color green and the direction of north. And people use elements in very different ways. And you can find that in episode four called The Elements, of course. Um, I've done several different episodes on divination and different forms of divination. I've done multiple series, uh, like on tarot specifically, just because that's the form of divination that I'm the most comfortable with and I know the most about. 
So I will uh, link those episodes for you guys to check out. So that's going to be episode five, which is intro to divination and tarot. Episode six is the origins, applications, and meanings of tarot. Episode seven and eight, excuse me, just seven, actually. Episode seven is uh, the arcana and the card interpretations. And then didn't talk about tarot for like a while, but I did eventually um, revisit the topic as I kind of felt that it was relevant again, but that was much later. So episodes 48 and 49 are explanations of the minor and major arcana respectively and i will link all of those um i've had several different episodes where i've had um guests that i was fortunate enough to come on here and talk about things that they uh were able to share their expertise on and i will link all of those so um for conversations with um different members of a form of traditional witchcraft. Uh, I have, I was fortunate enough to have John Highland, who is a um, Gardnerian high priest, come on the show. And he um, appears in episode 19. It says conversation with the high priest. Um, my friend Jay came on the show, who is a part of a traditional witchcraft as well. In episode eight, conversation with that Kentucky witch. And then uh, recently, I was fortunate enough to have several guests come on um, fairly close together. And we mostly talked about different forms of full Catholic magic, among other things. So that's going to be episodes 56 through episode 58. So 56, um, I'm talking to my great friend Flo, um, who on Instagram is the trans folk witch and who has a podcast called Become a Living Saint, which is wonderful. You should check that out if you have not. I will link it. Um, episode 58, I talked to uh, Clark and Perdita Finn, who are the authors of The Way of the Rose, and they talk about a lot of things, but um, I will generally categorize that as being about uh, a devotion to Mary outside of a mainstream religion and also kind of just about the divine feminine in general. And then episode 59, I was joined by Michael Teresa McQueen, and we talked about uh, folk Catholic magic. So I will link all of their socials and things as well. They were wonderful, and I appreciate that they came on. Um as I'm refreshing those that have been here for a while and kind of giving new information to maybe newer listeners, um, I hope this can be kind of a roadmap for common questions that have already been addressed. And then also just if you need kind of a reference point for uh, all of the episodes of Magic and the Moon, just because we've had quite a few now. Um, I've talked about astrology a couple times. Uh, the first time is in episode nine, and it's just called astrology. So you will see it um, pretty easily, I'm sure. And then I talked about astrology again in episode 38. Other than astrology, um, something I asked about quite often is um, about deity work in general, but also like specific deities. So um, I actually have a whole series on deities that I kind of do on and off for a while. So episode 12 is about Hikatsi. Episode 13 is Hera. Episode 14 is Poseidon. Episode 15 is Demeter. Episode 16 is Persephone. 17 is Aphrodite, and then I did two episode 18s to kind of finish that branch, I guess, of the deity series. So episode 18, deity series part 7 is about Artemis, and then episode 18, deity series part 8 is about Zeus. And then I took quite a long break from talking about um, specific deities, but in episode 28, I talk about the Wiccan gods in particular. Um, and then episode 31 and 32 does not only talk about the gods specifically, but it does talk about working with spirits, including the gods, if you'd like to check that out. Um, but it also talks about like fae, local spirits, nature spirits, spirit guides, um, spirits of the dead, many things like that. 
Um, episode 23 talks about the devil and misconceptions around the devil. Um, episode 39 is not about deities per se, but it's about spirit work and about uh, the teaching angels in particular. And then I did resume the DD series again briefly in episodes 42 and 43, where I talked about Odin and then uh, Freya and Frigg. And then uh, some episodes later on were episode 52 about Santa Muerte, a bonus episode about Maria Leonza. In episode 53, I don't talk about like any one specific god in particular, but um, it talks about relationships with deities and kind of just a modern approach to eclectic polytheism. And then um, there's a bonus episode on kind of explaining what paganism is, might be relevant to that kind of stuff. Episode 59 talks about how to respond when you feel as though you have been called by a god or by perhaps several gods. And episode 60 talks about how to engage with different deities from different pantheons, which I think is uh, very important to talk about as well. I've done several different episodes uh, of Q&As as well. So that's episode 20, episode 22, and then took a little break from Q&As for a little bit, but I always come back to them because I get asked quite a lot of questions. Episode 41 was not a Q&A specifically, but it was about tips for beginners. That's a great one to check out. Um, episode 46 was an FAQ. Episode 51 was another Q&A. So there has been um, quite a few of those. And then moving on. I'm sorry, this is like a weird episode, but I feel like we hit... Uh, a good amount of time as far as like actual time pass and also just the amount of listeners that increased where I kind of needed to hit on some of this stuff. So I appreciate all of you for understanding that. Um, I talk about paganism in general in episode 25. I talk about Wicca and what Wicca is in my opinion in episodes 24 and 26. Episode 27 talks about the Wheel of the Year. Um, episode 29 talks about covens and what they are and how to find them as well as some safety tips with that kind of stuff. Episode 30 talks about protective magic, so like cleansing, banishing, protecting, warding. Um, episode 34 is about spellcasting in general. Episode 35 is about initiation. What is it? What is it for? Who does it? Should people do it? All of that stuff. Um, episode 36, I talk about different traditions of witchcraft. I think in that one, I talk about the Dianic tradition, New York Wicca, and the Minoan Brotherhood. I might be forgetting something there, but I, I think that's probably what... Um, most of that was. And there's some other episodes too that talk about different spiritual traditions. Episode 45 talks about Brazilian candomblé. Um, episode 54 talks about the Church of Light and Shadow, which uh, I believe is kind of some folk Catholic magic and some Christian occultism for those that are interested. And then episode 56 and 58, I talk about uh, folk Catholic witchcraft. So I think that's a good overview of kind of who I am, what the show is, what we're about, and then uh, hopefully like a good roadmap of where you can kind of find some frequently asked questions, maybe some things that you've been wondering about if you're a beginner, um, either to the show or to witchcraft or paganism or all of those things. But um, that's all I have for you guys this time. I hope that you enjoy it and I will see you next week.